Joining me right now back on the show is newly signed. Can I say newly signed? One lightweight, Johnny Nunez. Yeah. Yep, newly signed. Um, one championship debut. So first fight with one. I'm excited. You have been signed for, I don't know, around four months now. Am I correct? Yeah, you know, I, I actually signed my contract back in um, uh, the end of the year of 2018. So, um, you know, I've, I've, had, I've had my contract signed. So, you know, it's been a while. Now, let's go back to the end of the year because your last fight was at the end of last year. I think yeah. what when was that in November it or was, uh, it was it was um, October no uh, sept- end of September the Bellator okay. fight so after that it was kind of like you know didn't really want to take I couldn't take another fight until one actually so um, wanted to get out here settled in and and um, get training so yeah when we spoke before your your fight with Bellator you mentioned that uh, you had some plans in the works because i asked you if you had like a one fight deal what were your what were your future plans with bellator and you're just like oh, i don't know you know i got things yeah. in the works and this must be it this is what you had in the works the whole time yeah it was um it wasn't really out in the out in the um, media or anything like that so that was cool but um you know we had i had to re- literally just like put everything aside and like pack up my whole family and just move out here which which took like a good six months. I mean, selling things, um, getting, you know, when you, when you just move to another state, you really don't have to worry about the things that you have to worry about. Like in another country, like bank accounts and, and, um, you know, your car can't just, you know, give my car back, you know, and I don't want it to just sit there. So it was a lot of, you know, and I'm a business owner in Vegas too. So I had to figure out all this, all this stuff. There was just so much different uh, components when you're, when you're moving to a different country something that we were not prepared for what business do you own in in las vegas if you don't mind me asking uh, I'm, I'm partnered up with um with the home health care agencies so okay. when i first moved to las vegas um right out of college uh one of my coaches mentors you know opened up a gym out there and told me to come out there and train um his name's glenn amador he, he coaches uh like roy nelson and then he was just in todd duffy's corner and a bunch, and he's uh, Blagoy Ivanov, his uh, main main coach. But um, yeah, he just he brought me out there. He owns a bunch of those all around the uh, West Coast, and uh, you know I learned the business. Uh, he mentored me through it, and um, just a few years ago, I, I put all my eggs in and uh, um, invested into the company, and and um, now it's, it's it's a good business. You know, healthcare is not going anywhere. <laughs> So it's uh, it'll have its up ups and downs, but especially Vegas for home healthcare is is um, it's a it's a good business there. Definitely. Now, talking about the transition to Singapore, you know, I know you've had some trips out to Asia before. You know, living in Asia and visiting Asia are two totally different things. I'm pretty sure you figured that out by now. How are you getting adjusted to the Asian culture? You know, being immersed in it. You know, I've been I've been to Thailand the last six years. You know, but just like for like a month, six weeks at a time. Moving over here, it's like uh, it, it's moved here. So it's Singapore. You know, Singapore. If a lot of people don't know that it's actually pretty nice, and it's really, you know, English is the first spoken language. So um, it's way easier to get accustomed here. But um, you know, it's still I still miss the states. There's just so much about the states that I miss, and um, 
just uh, the people too. You know, people are nice here, but you know, the states, you know, friends, family. So it was hard at first. We took us about three or four months to adjust, but um, now, now we feel like this is home. Really, you know, um, Amaya, our daughter, you know, is just growing up so much here around the Asian culture, which is cool. Um, yeah, we're excited. And, you know, we'll be here for at least two years, so we're excited Definitely. for what's to come. One, one thing that's good about being in a foreign country with a young kid is that they could actually pretty much pick up a second language if they wanted to oh, pretty yeah. easily. We're definitely getting Amaya into, um, she's going to be speaking Mandarin hmm. and, um, you know, probably one more other language, but it's cool. We're excited about it. She's going to, she's going to definitely have a different uh, outlook on life, really, yeah. because she, she's been to like more, more countries than a lot of adults do. Yeah. Um, so she's pretty well versed, you know, which is nice. Yeah. Now you're you join Evolve MMA, you know, a, a big right. team, great facilities out there. You know, when you compare the facilities they have there compared to you know facilities in North America, what differences do you see? Do you see any differences, or is it better at Evolve? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just facilities. You know, I was pretty I was pretty lucky to you know, live in Vegas and, and was able to go over to the UFC Performance Institute and use those facilities. I think Evolve MMA is is uh, a lot like those facilities, so I've kind of been accustomed to them a little bit. But, um, you know, y- your team is really with your coaches and, and your and the guys who you're with. So you could have, like, the nicest stuff but not the right people. So um, we've got a good fit here, though. Um, you know, that, that's made it so much easier is, is the fit. Uh, with the team and, and being able to train train hard with a good facility <laughs> definitely definitely now are you just a fighter or do you take a coach's role there because you know you have a deep understanding of mixed martial arts yeah you know i i'm i i have been lately just because we've been um we've been kind of um dealing with a different bit different uh uh, fighters coming up, they've kind of been needing different things and not just Muay Thai. They've been needing, uh, you know, a little bit of like uh, takedowns with your punches, stuff like that. So I help out in that aspect. You know, I, I, I definitely try to give my my um, my knowledge to my team every every chance I get. Um, but I think as time goes on, I will be helping out, and, you know, making that role of, of, of teaching these guys, especially the grappling and the, and the wrestling. So. We have another guy on our team. His name's Troy Worthen. He's a he's a uh, pretty young kid, um, wrestled in college, and he, he's pretty tough too. And he's really knowledgeable, which is which is great. You know, you can get so much knowledge from these guys um, that that have backgrounds like myself and, and Troy. Um, you can learn so much from them, especially me being older in the sport and Troy being brand new. It's like this the sport is just evolving so quickly that um, you know I think it's a huge benefit for our team. I think so, at least. But when uh, you got there, did yeah. you have to revamp anything? You know, like any changes that you had to make to adjust? Yeah, I, you I know, did. yourself or even like your yeah. teammates. Yeah, no. I, I when getting out here, I you know I kind of realized. Well, coming out here, I actually hadn't trained for like you know from the move and getting all her stuff like literally her house cleaned out. Um, I hadn't trained for a good like you know, four weeks. And so I came out here and, and kind of was able to focus more on, on, um, my mindset and, and more of my stand up and, and literally, um, 
my my quickness. You know, I'm I'm really really fast, but I really don't think I use my that ability very often, especially in my fights. So that's something I've been concentrating on. And to be honest, like <clears throat> that's the great thing about out here is like there's nobody really to bother you. You know, I'm not. I, it's not that I don't like my friends or stuff like that, but. It's, it's good to be around friends, but in the States, especially in Vegas, it's like, hey, my brother can call me up. My, my buddies can call me up like, hey, we're going to this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't always do it, but it was just constant like, hey, we got this going on. But here it's like I'm up and they're sleeping, so nobody's calling me. Nobody's, you know, I get a lot of time with, with to focus on not only myself, but just me and my family. And, and it's, it's truly um, – amazing to, to be able to do that and and to train and fight do what you love it's like i can't ask for anything better in my life at this moment really especially being here in singapore when you decided like okay i'm ready to get a fight booked you know there was many dates open i'm guaranteeing that that was an option you have singapore no, you could have no. just fought no there was not no it actually it's not it's like you know we one championship has a lot of a lot of fighters and um you know, I've been, I was ready back in July and August and kind of dealt with a few injuries, but I, there, there wasn't always, the, the cards were full. Like, yeah, we have fights like pretty much every weekend, but the cards are actually like really full. Um, so I kind of just had to wait, you know, and I, I wanted to get on earlier and it's just like, there's a lot of fighters in one championship and there's a lot of like, uh, you know, fighters that they, they want to see us. It's not like just like the UFC or Bellator where it's just, just MMA. We got kickboxing fights, Muay Thai fights. Um, you know, I hear that there may be some grappling is going to be going on soon. So it's like, it's not just MMA fighters that they can just throw on every card. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I had to wait. I literally had to wait. Like in Vietnam, you can't do MMA, MMA in Vietnam. So mm. that's a whole card, you know? So I, I did have to wait. And it's been just uh, itching itching to get a fight so i was i was happy to get the fight when i did well now you're going to indonesia i'm pretty sure in your wildest <clears throat> dreams you never thought i'm gonna be fighting in indonesia during my career sometime right no not not indonesia i fought in some pretty um uh you know um exotic places i fought in costa rica i fought in nicaragua as well so um never indonesia never would have thought indonesia but I like it. You know, I like it. You know, there's so much cool about Southeast Asia that, that, that a lot of people don't know. And it's something that maybe they'll, you know, always oh, fighting in Indonesia. Maybe I'll go check it out someday. So hopefully that inspires some people. You're facing Kazuki Tokudome. He's a former Pancrase champion, a UFC veteran. He's fought some of the biggest names in one championship in the division. You know, after watching some of his recent performances, what is your assessment of him? Well, he's been in the he's been in the fight game for a while. Um, honestly, I'm I'm really not that impressed with him. I think he's, uh, um, I don't think he's really evolving as a fighter. Especially, you know, I've watched some of his early fights and then I've watched some of his later fights, and it's really, really nothing nothing different. So, um, I'm not expecting anything different, but um, I'm prepared for it. And you know, he's a southpaw, and I love to fight southpaw. So I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun at this fight. At Evolve, you know, who are the guys? You know, we know that some of the guys, but who are the guys that you work with to get ready for this upcoming fight? 
you know, I, I kind of only have a few guys that are literally my size. Everybody else is, is a little bit uh, smaller. Amir Khan, he's a, he's a lightweight as well. So he's, uh, he's my main training partner. Um, but, you know, it's like that's the only one I got as far as, you know, I'll, I'll roll around with some, some of the uh, jiu-jitsu students. But as far as just training partners, I was going to bring a couple of training partners out here from Vegas, but um, just didn't work out. So pretty much Amir Khan's been, been my main training partner. Um, somebody came in this week from, from uh, Hong Kong out there. Name is Lucas. He's a Brazilian, pretty, pretty um, big guy. But he's only been here for like three or four days, and then he's out next week. So, um, yeah, just just Amir Khan, really. <laughs> as far as coaches, um, you know, Heath is Heath is our head coach at the moment, and um, pretty much just hit pads with the stand-up guys. You know, I, I still go a lot of stuff um, with my coach back home. You know, online, I'll talk to him, I'll send him videos, and he kind of helps me out a lot, uh, Nate. So, um, yeah, so that, those are my main training partners and, and um, pretty much have have one coach at the moment. Hopefully, hopefully after this fight, you know, I'm going to really try to push the, you know, take it in that I don't get uh, hurt or anything like that. I want to fight as soon as possible, maybe one more time before the year's over. So there's a Singapore card. Here in November, so I'd love to be on that one as well. So quick turnaround. Definitely. Well, you know, you're 34 years old. You know, what's your aspirations with the promotion moving forward? You know, this one championship's got such a unique, um, unique style of like like fighters, and and it's something that's really different. But you know, I honestly think I fit in well with one championship, and I'm definitely, as of right now, making a run for that belt. So. Um, you know, I just want to impress, finish, and, uh, you know, make make my family proud and, and make money to support my family as well. The lightweight division has so many names from guys that people know and from guys that people have not found out about yet. You know, you got like Eddie Alvarez. That, I'm pretty sure, is on the list of guys that you would like to face oh, in the yeah, next absolutely. year or so, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. I want to I wanna go against the best. Um, even if they're my, even if they're my, my teammate, you know, uh, I want to, I want to, um, number one, just make, make as much money as I can. You know, I'm not in this, I'm not in this, um, you know, for another 10, 12 years. So I'm trying to make money right now to, to support my family and, um, you know, hopefully change some lives while I'm at it. You know, I, I, I just finished up, uh, my firefighter, um, certifications in vegas before i came out here you know that was the whole plan i was going to start um, um applying but then we got the opportunity to come out here so i kind of put all that on hold so after we're done with here you know my my career is going to be firefighting so um i'm just trying to make some money as i can right now and then change some lives while i'm at it so your plan is within the two-year span you're going to be having that belt wrapped around your waist yeah, defending absolutely. It. I, I will do everything in my power to make that happen. Um, you know, I still there's there's just different dy dynamics on how how you can go about that stuff now, especially these days. It's like, do do you call people out to get that title shot? You know, do you um, do you you know just put your head down and fight, and then end up fighting you know five six times before you even getting looked at? 
Like th those are some things you have to take in consideration when you're making a run for that belt. To me, to me, um, just the be just the belt isn't isn't my only option. It's it's mm -hmm. it's uh, you know changing lives, making money, and and when I, when I'm all done with one championship, I will I will have the championship belt at some point in my career. So basically, you want the biggest fights possible as soon yeah, as possible. Absolutely. That's as what you need. Yep. I got I got so much time here in Singapore to to just focus on myself getting better and and staying healthy and just doing all the right things when when you know since my whole career I kind of wasn't doing the right things as far as uh stress levels, you know, putting too much on my plate, um having to go to to uh, my other businesses, you know, I'm not even there, you know, so there's stuff that's just out of my hands and um, it's my time to concentrate on my, you know, my health and and me getting better and, and achieving that, that ultimate goal. Speaking of titles, next weekend in Tokyo at One Century, the, the lightweight Grand Prix finals is happening, you know, Eddie got hurt, Christian Lee steps yeah. in, he's faking, facing Doggy. I know that you helped Amir, I believe, for Doggy when he was fight he was gonna fight him, right? Now when you look yeah. at this matchup between Lee and Doggy, what is your breakdown and who do you believe will win that fight? Uh, you know, it's it's the lightweight division. I mean obviously with one championship you, you can weigh um there's there's no uh cutting weight so I can you know you can weigh one hundred and seventy pounds. Um I think I think uh, Dougie is, is, you know, a lot bigger than Christian. I think he's going to, um, you know, I think it's going to be a dogfight, but, but, but Christian can scramble, you know, and maybe get him tired. So, you know, I, my, my thoughts on the fight, it's, it's probably going to go quick <laughs> either, either way, unless Christian could, can drag him out in the later rounds. Um, I could see Christian being successful. But, you know, he always catches guys too, so – um, it's going to be an interesting fight. I, I didn't even hear what uh, Eddie was hurt with. Did you? No, Did he, I don't he, think that was revealed. Exactly. He just said he was hurt. He didn't yeah. say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I just read about it the other day as well. You know, it, it kind of I was wondering, like, you know, how, uh, you know, I just saw that like Christian Lee steps up. Like, what do you mean steps up? Like, how is he going to defend the belt? Like. You know, I was just confused. Like they didn't even ask anybody. I would have jumped right in there. I've been. I know you would have. <laughs> yeah, there. of course. So, so it's like, man, I didn't even. Nobody even gave me the opportunity <laughs> or anybody. You know, so I mean, it's a big card. I get yeah. it. You know, it's smart on one championship, but it's like, man, well, how are they gonna? You know, say, say Dougie beats beats Christian. Like, uh, what happens now? You know, do they Rematch. fight each other again? Do they yeah. fight each other again? Like, come on. I mean, unless it's a great fight, then people are probably not going to see want to see it again. If it's just like a quick fight, then, you know, they can't make that fight again. So, I don't know. It's just interesting, like I was saying, you know, the, the one championship's way of, of, of portraying fighters and giving them opportunities. So, hopefully, you know, I can be that guy they call up if something mm -hmm. like that happens. So. I'm also on the same boat. I'm kind of confused, like what would happen. You know, what does that what does that do to the belt? You know, it's kind yeah, of like maybe, that BMF belt. You know, like yeah, if, maybe they if you win a BMF belt, then who's the welterweight champion? 
Yeah. Isn't he the BMF? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> maybe they should have just waited a few, like a few hours. I, you know, I could just, I could just see it. You know, the, how it went down. Like, oh, we'll, we'll just Christian will do it. Let's get him in there. So I don't know what I don't even know what the winner gets. Uh, they the get Prix. a belt. Oh, they get the belt. They get a Grand Prix belt. belt. Like, you know, like how Pride used to do it. They used to have the Grand Prix tournament belt right. separately. Right. They'll, they'll yeah. get a new one. They'll get a new belt. And then, uh, yeah, I guess if Doggy wins, he gets a belt. Then he can, he could probably go challenge Christian for the real belt later so, this year or next year. Oh, okay. No money, though? I have no idea. I only think the money's on the on that kickboxing tournament, the, the million dollars. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Because, you know, it's... It's so hard to keep track, especially with the kickboxing and the Muay Thai. It's 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 pretty hard to keep track. So unless there's money involved, I knew there was stuff like hundred hundred grand in that. Man, I'd be I'd be I'd be definitely um, knocking on some doors. <laughs> definitely, man. Well, well, you get to kick your uh, your uh, career off with one championship in Jakarta, October twenty yeah. fifth. You know, I'm excited to see what you can do, Johnny, in the in the division, you know, I feel yeah. like you seem like talking to you today, you seem like you're in the, the perfect place right now to make a run yeah. with no distractions. Yeah. You could train, you could just spend time with your family. You know what's important around you. It looks, it yeah. looks really good, man. And it's that simple. Like it's right now. So I can't complain about anything, you know? So. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Hopefully you get this win and maybe you can get that Eddie fight next. Who knows? Who knows what could happen? That'd be nice. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you.